Hi guys, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Style Your Mind and I am your host, Carol Allwell. I love to get dressed up. To me, it is an art, like putting on an outfit that I feel fabulous in, decking myself out in accessories. It's just like one of the most like special parts of my day and it makes me feel so good. And now more than ever, I've been super intentional about the way I get up and get dressed every day. Because we're in quarantine, it can be challenging to get out of our pajamas or our sweatpants. And believe me, I have been there. Like in the beginning of this whole period, I was kind of like, like most of us, sort of using it as an excuse. Like, well, I'm on vacation. I can just stay in PJs all day and I can just drink wine at 11 o'clock in the morning. But let me tell you, like getting intentional again about the way that I feel, the way that I show up every single day to do my work, to do my best work, style to me and my attitude go hand in hand. Putting on a great outfit, putting on all of my vintage accessories completely transforms my mood. I feel more productive, I definitely feel more inspired, and I feel more creative. And if I'm honest, it has like saved my sanity over the past couple of months. That is why I'm so thrilled to bring you today's guest, Christy Russell. Christy is an image consultant, CEO, and media style expert, and she actually just launched her own podcast called Rise Through Style. Christy helps women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. Her mission is to help women elevate into their next level selves through their personal style. If you've been feeling in a funk about your wardrobe or your personal style, I promise this episode is gonna recharge you. I cannot wait for you to hear all of Christy's tips and her perspective on how you can be your best self and the role that your wardrobe plays in that. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Christy Russell. Hi, Christy, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Me too. First of all, congratulations on your new podcast. I have been just binge listening to it and I love it. Oh, thank you so much. That, and I, I said to you before, but that means so much coming from you. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Of course. So for everyone who's listening right now, who maybe doesn't follow you yet, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So uh, my name is Christy. Um, I'm a personal stylist and have been in the industry now for 13 years. I work with women mostly on a one-on-one basis, but now I've opened that up to teaching women in a larger format through uh, programs. And I'm really about women figuring out a style that works for them on their own terms, because I really think it has to be this authentic connection to self when we look in the mirror in order for our style to really feel on with who we are. So it's really about me helping women deep dive into their desires, what they want to see on their body, feeling great about the skin that they're in, and creating a style that truly represents the fire inside of them so that they feel really powerful as a result when they look in the mirror. So it's been a beautiful 13-year ride. And uh, yeah, I I wake up every day pinching myself. I love it. I love it. I love speaking to women who are really walking in their purpose and aligned with they aligned with what they know that they're meant to do. So I know a lot of the girls who listen to the show are also entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. Can you just give us a little bit of a background about how you got started doing this? Sure. So I, it sounds like such a funny beginning, but what drew me to image consulting, which is more my formal title, uh, into this industry was a Disney movie of all things, which was The Kid, uh, where Bruce Willis played an image consultant. And that was the very first time I'd ever heard of anything in this field before and had sort of researched it as background when I had gone to uh, college for a short period of time and sort of forgot about the industry as a whole, didn't really think too much about it. And it 
it was after my mom had passed away, I was really looking and searching for something like bigger than me, if you will. And I was craving some sort of personal development. And at that time, the woman that I had interviewed for the school project happened to land in my inbox uh, talking about some training to be an image consultant and stylist. And I thought, oh my God, like this is exactly what I need right now because I was feeling so incredibly lost. And it was something that I left that program just so filled with life about because I always shopped with my mom as a, like a young girl. And even when she was sick uh, and had cancer, you know, I was helping her get some outfits for like family events and just seeing her light up from feeling and really being in like quote unquote sick mode because she had cancer. I mean, it was horrible, but having her light up and really feel differently because she was dressed in clothing that made her feel good in that moment, like just to witness the transformation of that was always really impactful for me and changed my life. So now having the tools with that in my training totally just lit a fire under me. And I wanted to be able to replicate the feeling that I was even experiencing for other women. So my hustle started on the side. And even when I first found you, I found you so inspiring and seeing how your brand has evolved and grown and changed over the years. And it just made me want to do my thing full-time so badly. <laughs> and uh, so I just did whatever it took. Like I worked part-time jobs until I just got to the, you know, screw it moment. And I just wanted to deep dive into what I was doing full-time. And uh, I've never looked back. And I I mean, any entrepreneur I'm sure can relate to the fact that you go through a lot of like mindset highs and lows, but the highs of my business have always been what's driven me forward and seeing women come through, uh, you know, their transformations on the other side, just light a fire in me. But I love being an entrepreneur. It's so worth doing your side hustle and just continuing to follow your dreams and feel through that fear and come through to the other side because you will never, ever regret it. Oh, it is so true. You're speaking my language right now. And I love that you are so focused on what you do as a business and you've been doing it for so long because I feel like you have a really good grasp of what it takes to sustain, you know, because a lot of us want to try things or, you know, I speak to a lot of women who are like, yeah, I, I want to do this, but I'm not really sure if it's going to work. And you've been in the game for a long time. And I think that really, you know, shows through your content, especially the podcast. And I want to talk about something that you, you actually talk about in the show when women are starting to discover their style and starting to kind of figure out, okay, like I don't want to just pull things off of a rack in a store, you know, without intention behind it. I want to start, start to kind of craft a vision for my personal style. I, I, when you said that something like, like a light bulb went off in my head. Cause I'm like, that's exactly what we do for our businesses, right? We all have a vision for yeah. what we want to do in the world or our life or our goals, but very rarely do we do that with personal styles. So can you talk a little bit about the purpose of creating a vision for your style and how that can really elevate and transform your life? Sure. Yeah. Well, I think with anything, we can relate to the fact that, you know, you have your, I know you talk about vision board and like goals and stuff all the time. Like we always think about setting these aspirational goals when it comes to our life, when it comes to our business, when it comes to maybe health and fitness, let's say for example. And we have a very specific direction and end point that we want when it comes to our business or health and fitness, like whatever, fill in the blank, right? But the thing is, is that with style, people don't ever treat it as anything to have like a quote unquote end goal for it. They just haphazardly shop. You know, we look online or we go thrift shopping or whichever, and you look at this thing and, you're, and you think, oh my gosh, this is so cute. It's so me. And, you know, we buy it. And then you get back to your house 
and you're looking around at your closet and you're thinking, oh my God, it doesn't go with anything else. And then you got to find something to buy that will go with the new piece that you love so much. And then the cycle kind of continues, right? (laughs) And this is why- That's my closet, basically. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there, girl, totally. (laughs) But that's why so many people, right? They end up feeling like they look at their closets and they're like, well, I have, you know, 17 million personalities happening in my closet, right? (laughs) One day is when you're like feeling so edgy and dramatic. And then one day is when you're feeling a little bit more feminine or boho or like whatever, right? We all have these different vibes. So I tell women, you have to slow your roll. And if you're really wanting to curate a personal style that actually speaks to you and put your money in a place that feels good and curate a closet that makes you light up when you look 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 at yourself straight in the mirror in the morning, you have to get specific about what you want to see. And I think a lot of women have fear around this because, you know, in media, especially you hear about, you know, you should do this or you shouldn't wear that, or like, this is the style to aspire to, or, you know, whatever thing. Right. So they're scared sometimes to pinpoint a style and say, this is what I resonate with. This is what I love. This is the direction I want to take my style. But I tell women that it's so important because this gives you now direction in terms of where you want to curate your closet what message you want to communicate through your clothing, because I believe that our closets truly tell a story about who we are. And it also gives you direction when shopping so that you're not having this mishmash experience and not having the results that you want at, like as a result. So I, I use the example of you know people when they're decorating their home you know, typically we all like hit up Pinterest and we start, you know, pinning all these amazing pictures and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so dreamy. I can't wait to put this together. Right. And then we start to put our place together based on our Pinterest board. The thing is, is that most people, when it comes to their style, we may do the Pinterest board, but we don't have the actual vision in place for what it is that we want beforehand. So when we go shopping, it's like going into a furniture store and picking out all the first things that you like on site and then bringing it back to your house and expecting it to work when you dump it in your living room. Like it's just not going to work. So when you get clear on a vision of the woman you're becoming, when you get a clear vision on the woman you desire to be and what she dresses like, and then go to Pinterest with that vision in mind, well, now we're talking. Now we've got something specific to work with that you can, you know, curate with images that speak to that vibe, that feeling that you want for yourself. And then you go shopping based on that. So it's a totally different experience, but it makes such a difference in the clarity that you have for your style going forward. Yeah, it's so true. And I've kind of learned that I can admire a certain style, but not necessarily have to wear it. Like I love the boho look. I love like flared jeans and flowy tops. That just doesn't work for me. Like, and it, it doesn't feel like me more than anything. Sure. So it's like, I can appreciate it. I can admire it. I can pin all the outfits, but like when it comes time to shop, that's just like not what I'm going to buy for myself. Totally. And I've been the same way. Like I love, especially in the summertime, you see all these like beautiful, flowy, romantic, like dresses or like some really retro inspired stuff. And I always have to check myself because every time I've bought things like that, and then I put it on, I think this is so not me. Like I can't pull, like, it's not that I can't pull it off. I just don't feel like myself when I'm doing it. So then I have to remember like, Oh, that's not part of my vision. Like that's why it feels that way. Right. Or that's not what I'm wanting to communicate. So I have to just get more grounded in the things that I love and be okay with that. You know? It's so true. And I think so much of it also, I don't know if you agree with me, but I think a lot of it relates to where you live. Like I live in New York City. So if I have a maxi dress that's made of like white lace and, you know, beautiful, like flowy fabrics, and I want to wear that with a pair of like white sandals, like that's just not going to happen in New York. But if I love the jacket with it. (laughs) 
Yeah, totally. And like sneak combos, right? But if I want to wear that in like Miami, that works. So like I have, it's so funny because like that's, I love Miami and I love like just, you know, taking vacations whenever I can. And obviously now we're all kind of tied down, but you know, I have like kind of like my vacation closet and that's sort of like a separate look and vibe and feeling that I want to create through those clothes. But then for every day, I think part of it is just being a little bit practical, right? Like I love heels, but I'm not going to wear Louboutins all over the East Village. If I'm walking for three hours and I have a night out on the town. Like it just doesn't work. Yes, totally. Well, yeah. And your closet has to have a function side to it. So it's good to evaluate your lifestyle and how you spend your time. Like I, I know, I remember back in the day when I first started personal shopping with a lot of my clients, I, I was the girl that was saying to herself, Oh, I'm only going to wear, you know, lubies everywhere I go. And I'm only going to wear heels because they look so chic. And now I think back to that person when I started, I'm thinking, girl, what are you talking about? Like, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> Toss me some flat shoes or some comfy sneakers. Like it's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. Well, so, so yeah, you have to make sure it works. Totally. So on that note, I would love your tips for looking chic, but also being comfortable because I think the reality is most of us have a lifestyle where we're either running around for work. We live yep. in a big city or we have kids and we're running after kids all day, or we're just, you know, walking the dog. How do you manage to pull off a really chic and elevated vibe, but also have it be functional? So I think part of it, because obviously that kind of look's going to be a little bit different for everyone, right? We all have different things that sort of appeal to us. So my big thing that I tell clients is how can you make something look intentional? So it's not about having, you know, some extravagant over the top closet. You can take something as simple as a jean and t-shirt, let's say, for example, and just a simple tuck of the shirt, let's say in the front, adding like some cute jewelry, maybe adding like a kimono and like some cute shoes or sandals. Like that's something that's chic. It's put together. It looks like you put some thought into it with the simple tuck and the accessories that you added to it, but it's also practical and not going to be overly fussy when you're going for a walk, when you're with your kids, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Or, you know, removing the kimono, you can throw on a stretchy blazer that doesn't feel overly cumbersome when you're again, like just doing errands or something like that. And I love the whole look of like a blazer, cute cami jeans, and like some mules or sneakers or something like that. Like it's practical. It still looks chic. And again, it's still comfy, which is the overall scope that of course that we all want with our style. Like you don't want to have to think about the clothing that you're wearing all the time and feel that you're wearing them. If that makes sense, you just Mm -hmm. want to be able to know and feel cute and kind of move on with your life, right? (laughs) Or like move on with your day. So it's not like a problem, you know? Totally. So let's talk a little bit about body image, because I know this is something that probably 99% of the women who are listening have experienced, you know, kind of figuring out how to dress for your body. I know you and I have both experienced this. You look amazing, by the way. I know that you've recently had your own transformation. I think you look gorgeous both ways, but obviously things change when we lose weight, right? Totally. change when we gain weight. I know that last year I was in like my most lean fit state ever. And then, you know, we're in quarantine for three months and I'm like eating cookies and drinking wine at noon. So right now- We're all same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My body's not really where I want it to be, but I'm, I'm working on it. But regardless, we have to get dressed every day, right? We have to show up and we want to feel and look our best. So what advice do you have for the woman who's listening right now who maybe doesn't feel the best in her body, but still wants to look really polished and put together? 
Oh, it's a kind of a layered question. One of the things that I tell women, especially if they've got like a major body image issue, and again, we've all been there, like there's something that we'll nitpick at at our body or that we wish was a quote unquote different way or what have you. So the first thing that I know sounds super cheesy is I've told a lot of women to just do a simple mirror work exercise and practice looking at yourself in the mirror, making full eye contact and sending loving energy to your body, which I know could induce eye rolls everywhere as people are listening to this. But it makes such a difference just to take time and send loving energy to yourself because we take all of that time and energy and give out to others all day long. And sometimes that can be a really powerful exercise for people to just spend like five minutes in front of the mirror and do that for themselves. So that can be a really big thing. In terms of clothing for your body image, I think making sure that you have the right fit for a lot of your clothing is a big deal when it comes to body image. Because the thing is, if you're putting on a top, let's say for example, and it doesn't necessarily hang the way that you want it to, you know, the first thing you're going to say to yourself when you look in the mirror is, ugh, like, I don't like that, right? Mm -hmm. And rather than knowing that and saying to yourself, like, oh, it's the clothing, you're going to say, oh, well, I don't like how my breasts look or my waistline looks in this. or And you start picking at your body rather than the clothing that you just put on. So I tell women to be a little bit more self-aware when you're putting something on in the mirror. If it doesn't make you feel amazing, then it's something that you should ask yourself if you're willing to alter. So let's say, for example, it's a, I don't know, a camisole and it's too boxy and you'd rather see a little bit more waist definition. Can you tuck it into a high rise jean, for example, that will provide that? Or if not, are you willing to alter the piece to have it taken in at the sides to give it that beautiful curve that you want on that area of your body, right? Because when you've got something that fits really well, then you're going to look in the mirror and think, damn, I look hot you know what I mean? And that creates a very different experience when you look in the, in the mirror in the morning and will create a more positive experience going through the day. And anytime we say something positive or feel more positive about what we see in the mirror because of our clothing, you will then start showing up more powerfully and more confident during the day. So if you have that with, I don't know, like even a great pair of jeans that make your, your ass look fantastic, right? <laughs> or like killer shoes that do make you stand totally different. Those little small things that you can add to your look that makes you feel better when you look in the mirror will help you engage in more of a positive body image. And also just being self-aware enough to catch yourself when you're saying something negative, which I know takes a lot more self-awareness, but catching yourself and saying something simple as delete, this is what I do. If I catch myself saying something negative, I will say stop. And then I say delete, delete as like, I don't want to start that kind of pathway in my brain. Yeah. And it's so it funny. Me- <laughs> my cousin says, bad thoughts go away. Bad thoughts oh, go away. <laughs> it's so funny, but it really works. It's just like the redirection is so important. Yeah. Well, and it's not like it's never going to happen because of course we're all humans. Like we're going to have those kind of days where you're just feeling maybe a little bit more down on yourself, but when you can catch it and stop and try and reprogram that, or at least tell yourself why that's not true, you know, it's important and catching yourself in those moments and then putting something on your body that makes you feel better as a result is a, like a huge win. So I always tell women, it's not about the clothing. It's how the clothing makes you feel when you look in the mirror. Cause we all have different things and uh, different styles that will appeal to us. But if your clothing makes you stand taller, makes you feel more powerful, makes you feel like a total boss. When you look in the mirror, you are going to show up as your most empowered higher self throughout the day. And you'll start showing up in action as your better woman. So that's why it's really important to focus on the things that make you feel good in your closet and get more of that in your world, you know? 
Yeah. And don't you feel that so much of it is related to the brand and the quality of the fabric? Not that everything has to be expensive because believe me, I've tried on some higher end brands and the fit is terrible and everything is cut tiny. But I've also invested in some pieces where I know that that brand looks good on me and I might be able to put on that dress in a medium, let's say, and a beautiful fit with a nice quality fabric. And then I order something kind of cheapy like from H&M and it's an extra large and it's skin tight and it's like see-through. You know, so (laughs) So much of it is just like getting to know the brands that work for you, I think, and the fabrics that work for you too. Oh, totally. And, but even just the different, I mean, when you are investing in yourself, I, and like your clothing, and again, not, there's, it's not like a generic rule where like you spend more money, therefore it's a better quality. Like that's not always true. But an interesting exercise actually to go through and just see the investment that you're putting in with clothing. An interesting exercise is to go to the store, let's say, for example, or maybe in this case, order online because of how everything is right now. But if you order something from like HM and you feel the fabric, and then you order something from a, like a higher end, boutique, let's say, or Saks or or whichever, and you look at the stitching, you feel the fabric and you look at the cuts, there's a really different feel and energy, I believe, between clothing and the experience when you're going into stores even have like a very different vibe. Like you feel all bougie when you go into like, let's say Saks, or you might have a glass of champagne going into Chanel or something like that. And that's a very different vibe and experience. And obviously when you're going into H&M, but yeah, different fabrics will work for different body types. And of course you want to experiment and play and learn what feels and works best for you, you know? Totally. So what would you say for the woman who's listening right now, who's like total boss babe, wants to really elevate her look, right? She's going through like a transformation maybe before she was dressing a little bit more casually, or maybe just didn't even put much thought into her clothing. And she wants to upgrade her look, but she's obviously, you know, budget minded. She's not ready to splurge thousands of dollars on clothes, right? Because whoever is, oh, we'd love to. That would be nice. That would be wonderful, right? If my Pinterest closet could only be real. Right. Um, (laughs) But for the woman who wants to get like a couple of key pieces to really help her look like a boss, what would you say maybe a couple of things she could do right now are? What could she order online? What kind of a look could she put together to really just have that empowered version of herself showing that to the world? So again, it'll be a little bit different for everyone only because everyone's vision of style is going to be a bit different. So again, coming back to that vision and what you want to feel, like if you think of your, you know, like million dollar money maker self, like in the future, think about what her closet would look like. How does it feel? What colors does she have in her closet, right? Like what about that is going to make you feel empowered to see that in your closet and show up as that woman, right? So I think for most women, it's great to have a fabulous pair of jeans that make your butt look phenomenal, that hit at the right part of your waist, because that's a big part of it, because a lot of women struggle with like the quote unquote muffin top. And a lot of that has to do with the rise of the pant, not your body. So it's just a matter of getting the right cut. Um, So I think a good pair of killer jeans is great, especially because you can dress them up and down, right? You can wear them casual. You can dress it up with like a cute top or blazer. Like there's lots of ways that you can wear them. So that's a really good one. I also think having a really good dress that really flatters your shape is killer to have in your closet. So I love ones that show a little bit more of the silhouette. And of course, this will be different for everyone based on their comfort level. But it's great, again, because you can dress them up and down. If you've got a meeting to go to in person, you'll be able to throw on that dress if you want and some killer heels and feel like a total boss as you strut down the street going to your meeting. So I love having that in your back pocket. Uh, Another thing that I think is amazing is to have some really killer accessories because they can totally transform 
a look. So even if you are sitting down in front of the computer every day, which a lot of us are nowadays, and you're working from home, even if you're wearing a simple jeans and a tee, you know, those killer jeans that you just bought for yourself and some great accessories that you just think add a statement, or maybe they're dainty pieces that you've layered, like something that really resonates with you, adding that to a simple jeans and tee will still make you feel like such a queen sitting at your computer because you'll still feel polished and put together as you go through your day, even if you're just comfy at home, right? And that act of getting intentional with your style is not going to make you feel sloppy also and will make you feel good and better, I think, than just throwing on a pair of sweats and rolling out of bed in the morning, right? Because we've all been there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. wearing the accessories feels good. <laughs> it does. It's so funny because that was going to be my next question. Like, do you have tips for Zoom dressing, right? Because we're all like right. living on Zoom these days. We're on meetings. We're having FaceTime sessions. And that's one thing I've been doing is just throwing on like, you know, a pair of like vintage Chanel earrings that I like treasure that. with like a white t-shirt and then maybe putting like a blazer on top. And of course, like I'm in total leggings on the bottom, barefoot. You know, I'm not in right. Like, heels, I'm wearing but, slippers as we speak. <laughs> so, like, but it makes such a difference, and it really does. Like I've for sure I've been like a huge fan of statement accessories because I think that they can really change a look, and I think you can just do so much more with your wardrobe and like with less in your wardrobe with a couple of key pieces that just pop. Oh yeah. I, one of the things actually I show in a lot of my personal style courses is uh, I get an exercise I give women is just to wear either leggings and a tee or jeans and a tee and just using accessories alone in your closet. So your scarves, your earrings, your necklaces, what, what have you, your bags, whatever, create four different outfits with just that combination, the jeans and the tee. And women are always amazed when they go through this exercise because they come up with far more outfit options other than just the four that I challenge them with. And then it starts get their gets their creative juices flowing as to what other possibilities are in their closet from what they have just because they can switch up the accessories that go with it. Like it's amazing, you know? Yeah, that is such a great idea. I love that. Yeah. Take that idea. Um, <laughs> so the other, the other, I can't remember how many points I'm at. I think the other two, I think that's where I'm at <laughs> for the other things that you can have in your closet. So another one is a great killer blazer. Really, really pay attention to the fit of the blazer. I find most women like to see a little waist definition in their blazers rather than some of the boyfriend boxier styles out there. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but when you have a little bit more tailoring, you just feel a little bit more expensive and the jacket ends up looking a little bit more expensive. So you can still buy like a fabulous, you know, tailor blazer from H&M or even thrift stores. My God, there's so many amazing options out there, but getting that little bit of like waist suppression, even if you have a seamstress alternate for you will be so killer. And then I think this is just like an attitude thing, but I love either a good statement pair of sunnies or a good bold lip, like toss me either. And I feel like that just seals the deal. <laughs> yes. Not that uh, you're going to wear the sunglasses at home inside, but you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you can, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> would it be like a little extra extra channeling Miranda Priestley. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I have one more question for you. And this is funny because this is, I so relate to this and I'm just curious on your take. And I, I, I heard your podcast on it. So I have an idea, but I want everyone else to listen. So you know that I love to wear all black. I think it's just so chic. And I know people have very mixed feelings on wearing all black. I've heard people say it's lazy. I've heard people say that it's, you know, boring. Then I've heard people say that it's so sophisticated and chic and stylish. Yeah. Can you talk to us about your thoughts on an all black wardrobe and what it means and how, you know, you can kind of, I guess, elevate it a little bit or make it a little bit less boring? Because there are a lot of women I know that follow me that love wearing black too. And we have like an inside joke about it. You know, what is the quote? Like I'll wear a darker color when they come out with it. <laughs> like, yes, totally. <laughs> we love black. So for the woman who does love to wear all black, how can she vary that a little bit? 
Yeah. So blacks, it's such an interesting thing because I, I mean, I love black too, but I don't have a ton of it in my closet, but there are a lot of women where I go into their wardrobes or even if we're doing like a zoom wardrobe session and they'll like clearly black is like their dominant color in their closet. So I don't think that that's bad, but I do think it becomes a problem for a lot of women when it's the only option that you have and you're buying it because of the golden rules that we hear in media. So that it's classic it's slimming and that it goes with everything, right? So they're buying it out of those three necessities rather than necessarily having a love affair with it. And then they end up filling their closet so much with it that they don't feel like they've got any outfit options anymore. So it ends up becoming this thing where you, it's almost like Groundhog Day. You feel like you're wearing the same thing over and over and over again because your eye's not necessarily looking at any variance in the closet. However, that's not, it's not that experience for every person, but I've found that it can be for a lot of women, the more they adopt, if they get to a point of quote unquote, too much of it in the closet, if you will. So one of the ways that I like to break it up is number one, play with different silhouettes and cuts just so that you don't feel like you're wearing the same thing. I find that some women, they often find a silhouette or cut that they like. And then they tend to buy duplicates of everything in their closet. And then they kind of feel like they're wearing the same thing over again because they kind of are, right? Like it's the same black style of pant or it's the same black sweater or it's the same style of black tank or tea or something like that, right? Or black blazer. And so it ends up feeling really stale really quickly. So if you vary the style or cut that you have, that can at least make it feel a little bit more exciting if you want to stay within the realm of black, right? If that's truly like a love affair that you have, then varying up the style will be a huge part of it so that you don't feel like it's Groundhog Day every day. (laughs) The other part of it too is to really layer up with your accessories and again, play with your beauty routine or even your hair, right? Like, because I feel like hair creates such a mood and vibe with your outfit too. So if you play with a lot of your beauty and accessories within black, like that can also change up the look. And then the other thing that I challenge women with, and obviously this is a comfort threshold for some people is, yes, I'm going to say incorporate a little color. (laughs) So it doesn't have to be in some massive dose because for some people, if I told them to go wear and buy like a pink top, let's say for example, it will freak them out and they'll be like, this is not me. And then they'll never wear color again, just writing it off because they were super uncomfortable. Right? So what I tell women is that if you're interested in incorporating a little color, because I do want to nudge a little in that area, uh, then I'll tell them like, maybe start something small, like grab a lipstick and a shade of color, maybe grab some fun shoes that are in a beautiful pop of color or grab a nail polish you love and get a cool design that makes you feel good. That's in a pop of color. And then as your eye starts to acclimatize to seeing more color in your closet, then you might be more willing to adopt actual color in clothing pieces in the rest of your closet. Cause I know like some people just love the edge and vibe of black and that's totally fine. But for the sake of not feeling stale, it's good to have something else. Like if you want edge, maybe toss a metallic in there every now and then for a little bit of glamour, or if it's the edge that you like, you know, how can you also incorporate edge into your outfit? Now it doesn't have to just be black. You can do white and black. That's high contrast that creates edge, or you could do red and black. That's also a super edgy combination. Like that would also look so chic in an outfit, but allows you to incorporate also a little bit of color at the same time. You know what I mean? Or like, even you, you've got your wicked, like platinum blonde hair, which I love. And you know, that looks great against black. I think I'm like, your hair is totally part of your outfit too, you know? So those are all ways that you can experiment a little bit outside of black and not feel too stale. Cause I just, yeah, I totally think that some women, if they just go too far off the deep end, they do, they just end up feeling stale at the end of the day. 
It's so true. And I think like, like you said, like a lip color, even a little bit of makeup, even some blush or bronzer or something, right? Like a pretty gloss really makes a difference because if not, it can just totally wash you out. Yeah, totally. And it just makes you, well, for me anyway, like beauty products, not that you, everyone has to wear makeup. That's not it. But I just feel more human when I've got something that makes me feel a little bit more polished. Like even oh, yeah. before I hopped on this Zoom call for us to do our podcast chat, I had a like bare face earlier today. And I'm like, oh, got to throw on some makeup, even though you can't see me right now. But I'm like, I just need something on my face. So I feel like a person, you know? Oh my gosh, totally. I mean, if I don't have eyebrows on, I'm like not functional. <laughs> I was an overplucker as a kid, like in my teens. So I was left with like the no, like little sad arc of a brow. Yeah. And so yeah, having the brows in the morning is like a major win. (laughs) Yeah. Brows, brows and like a little bit of like a swipe of eyeliner. I'm good to go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I need my lashes or something, something. (laughs) I know. I know. Christy, this was so helpful. I love all of your tips. I want the girls listening to be able to connect with you. I know that you've got a lot going on. You've got courses, right? You've got your podcast. So can you kind of tell everybody how they can continue to follow your work and hopefully work with you? Sure. Yeah. If everyone wants to follow me, I'm at Christy Russell on all of my social media. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, in uh, my podcast, of course, you can search me there under my name or the name of my podcast is Rise Through Style. So of course, you can hunt me down over there. Yeah. And that's the best way to keep in touch with me through social. Awesome. I will link all of this stuff, obviously, in the show notes for you guys so you can connect with Christy. Thank you again so much. This was awesome. I really, really appreciate you being with us. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It was so lovely talking to you again. Yes, you too. Good luck with everything. And I can't wait to keep listening to your show. For sure. Thank you so much, love. Thanks. Take care.